You are listening to the Fretzelmania podcast on Anchor.fm. Hi, folks. Welcome to the Fretzelmania podcast. Superstar Shakeup Edition. I am your host, Mr. Fretz. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at the legendary JF. You can find this podcast, F R E T Z L E Mania, on Google Play, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and here on Anchor.fm. <clears throat> and now, my podcast is also available on Podcoin. Now, Podcoin is an app that allows you to listen to the same podcast you would on every other platform, just about every podcast ever made. But it allows you to gather in in-app currency that eventually you can cash in for rewards, like gift cards to to Amazon, to Google Play, and Starbucks. And I can tell this is an American app because I see Target and Dunkin' Donuts. Now, this is Tim Horton's country. So hopefully, Podcoin, you guys can get some uh, some more different gift cards in there. This is not a paid advertisement for Podcoin. This is just a cheap plug for a an app that was recommended to me by one Mr. Warren Hayes of the Mr. Warren Hayes show on Fightful. Thank you very much, and check him out, folks. Today, I'm, of course, covering the Superstar Shakeup, The Draft, whatever you want to call it. Now, Monday night, I was preoccupied for the most part because I was watching the Toronto Maple Leafs in a playoff game against the Boston Bruins. Now, those of you who know me know I am a diehard Maple Leafs fan, so I was watching them win, and now the series is once again tied. (laughs) Oh boy, this is not good for my heart. Go Leafs, go. Now, in between periods and intermissions and commercial breaks, I managed to switch back and forth between Raw and the game, and then eventually, you know, catch catch a replay after and YouTube highlights, get all, get all the information here that I needed. Uh, so, instead of going through the, the shows episodically, I'm going to be going through the list of the Superstar Draft that we have right now on WWE.com kind of go through them, what I think of it, uh, fantasy book it a little bit, and just basically tell you what I think. So, starting off here, pardon me, moving over to SmackDown, we have a a great bunch moving over to SmackDown with, we have Otis and Tucker from Heavy Machinery, Mickey James, Apollo Crews, Chad Gable, Liv Morgan, Buddy Murphy, Lars Sullivan, Cardi Sane, Ember Moon, Bailey, my personal favorite, Elias. I walk with Elias, by the way. The Intercontinental Champion, Finn Balor, and the biggest acquisition, the big dog, Roman Reigns. All moving, yes, to SmackDown. Holy crap. Now, what about Raw? What happened? Uh, who's going over to Monday Night Raw? Well, we have Cedric Alexander, Eric Young, Lacey Evans, EC3, Naomi, The Usos, 
Rey Mysterio, Andrade Cien Almas, and Zelina Vega, the War Raiders, now known as the Viking Experience. <sighs> Aleister Black, Ricochet, The Miz, and the phenomenal AJ Styles. Now, this drastically, I think, changed just about every division on, on the roster. I mean, we had some tag we had some tag teams that were split up. We had some factions that were split up. We have new tag teams on new ground, and the upper and mid card kind of switched around. So it's it's I'm really intrigued to see what's going to happen here. I am utterly disgusted with the War Raiders name change. Why? I'm not going to get in too much of a rant about that because just about everyone else on the internet did. And then it became a giant meme because everyone and their mother put the mm -mm -mm experience as their Twitter bio. And it's funny. I mean, they, Hanson and Rowe de deserve so much better than that. That is just a WrestleCrap generated name right there. It's, it's like that NXT name generator meme that someone made up a few years ago. So I'm going to start off with just talking about Monday Night Raw here. Of course, the with the, with the tag with you know this the tag team division we have the Usos, which is just awesome because they came they came out and defeated Bobby Roode and Chad Gable. Now Bobby Roode, of course, remains on Monday Night Raw as a solo act. Finally. Maybe we can get some glorious heel, or maybe we can get a little former Team Canada stablemate Eric Young. Of course, Eric Young and Bobby Roode, once upon a time, were former TNA World Tag Team Champions. I wouldn't mind seeing that. You know, being a Canadian myself, I think another Team Canada would have a great run in the WWE. Canadian heels, I can definitely get behind that. Uh, Cedric Alexander from 205 Live. No, he's a hopefully he doesn't get like the Shelton Benjamin treatment where he's kind of kind of pushed away and forgotten about. You know, quite frankly, I think with the US title coming to Raw, which I it's gonna happen if the IC title's on SmackDown, it's it's only fair. Cedric Alexander and Samoa Joe, I think, would make a great match, you know, a great underdog feud with maybe Cedric getting a upset title win in there somehow. But there was also some other names on this list, I think, who would eventually get that get that push. You know, Andrade, Ricochet or Black, EC... Man, even EC3. Maybe Rey Mysterio gets another title shot. Who knows? A Monday Night Raw... I think a, the best of Monday Night Raw is now on SmackDown. And to me, that, that just guts me, especially Elias, because he's, he's... He's my favorite right now. Like, my goodness. So... This also means that, you know, Gable and Rude are split. You know, Chad Gable's on his own on SmackDown, and Chad Gable versus Finn Balor for the IC title? Yes, please. I would I would love to see Gable become, like, the new Kurt Angle, the new Olympic uh, heel technical wrestler kind, kind of guy, because Chad Gable is one of the most gifted performers in, that, in the WWE, and it's about damn time that 
he gets his his push. <clears throat> Liv Morgan coming on here. Um, that means, unfortunately, that the Riot Squad is no more. And with Eric Young on Raw, that also means that Sanity, that never even got an MF shot, is is done. Like Alexander Wolf apparently uh, sent in a request for his release. All the best to you and your future endeavors. And I don't say that because WWE says it all the time. I mean it because I loved Sanity. You know, Alexander Wolf, I think he's the first German-born uh, tag team champion or something like that. It's he, He's a talented man, and hopefully I'll see him, <clears throat> I don't know where, maybe on Impact, maybe in Japan, maybe in AEW. I think Sawyer Fulton just wound up in Impact, so maybe we can recreate something there. <clears throat> Excuse me. Moving up to Lacey Evans. Now, I didn't see much of her run in NXT. I, I don't have the network up here. Um, in Canada, unfortunately, the WWE network isn't a streaming service like Netflix. It's just a channel on your satellite dish. And since I don't have a satellite, I can't get the network easily. So, given her past, what, four months of walking on and off the platform, doing nothing but wave and whatnot, and finally getting a match on Raw, she's impressed me. And that that sassy Southern Belle, that that you know, oh, you bunch of nasties kind of gimmick, I think will will gain traction. She's she's something. I mean, but but before I I can't really judge right now because I haven't seen too much of her. So I hope she's going to end up all right. She's going to be feuding with Becky Lynch for the Rollins title. I'm okay with that. That'll be a damn good match. EC3. Now, this man is a is a favorite of much of the internet. I didn't watch his run in Impact at all. The last time I saw him, he was Derek Bateman on the really, really bad season of NXT. You know, the one that Johnny Curtis won, <clears throat> a.k.a. Fandango. So, I can't really judge it. Like, you know, maybe he'll get a better run now that the rosters are kind of flipped around. He's he's impress I'll give him I'll give him this. He is impressive. He cuts a great promo. I just hope WWE actually gives him the chance and maybe maybe I can see him going on to uh the I the U I'm sorry, US title picture. And I, th- I think he could have good matches with, you know, guys like Joe and Ray and Andrade. Eric Young, like, I I think Eric Young, he'll be probably used as, you know, wrestlers to put people over. And him being a veteran at this point, maybe he's in the twilight of his career. Go for it. Now, the Usos is an interesting one because we have, you know, Raw's tag team division is... Actually, it's not bad because we have like the Usos, we have the Revival, we have War Raiders. I'm never calling them the Viking Experience again. We have the War Raiders. I don't know why you would call up the current NXT Tag Team Champions this soon. Uh, maybe you'll be giving giving a run to uh, the Forgotten Sons or the Street Profits already. Uh, honestly. 
I think NXT needs these two right now because other than the Forgotten Sons and let's see, we got we got the Forgotten Sons, we got the Street Profits, we have Raul and Mendoza, we have the Metro Brothers or whatever they're called. Uh, half of TM61, <laughs> the other half uh, left. Unless they start scour- scouring around for some decent tag teams or make a good makeshift team, NXT's tag team division is n- not looking good right now. Uh, oh, undisputed. How can I forget the stinking undisputed era? Maybe that that's why I see them dropping the titles too. Never mind. But anyways, War Raiders. I think they should still be down in NXT. They have much. They have much more to prove down there. I know they've been been down there for about a year, but they need. I think they need that. NXT needs them more than they need NXT. Uh, if you get what I'm saying here, so. So yeah, Rey Mysterio. He's just you know another veteran. I think he can stick around and help put people over, like Andrade, who I think is going to have a bright future. If and if that match he had with uh, Finn Balor last week is any indication. I think he's just fine. He'll he'll have a great run, and hopefully, sometime down the line, he can have you know a run at the universal title because he he is that good. He is that uh, new that that new Hispanic star that I think would help uh, bolster that uh, that audience. You know that he reminds me. This is going to get a lot of flack, and rightfully so, because what I'm about to say. But Andrade, in a way, Andrade reminds me of of Alberto, Alberto Del Rio. Yes, we all know that, that Del Rio is a dick in real life. I am not condoning him in the slightest. Like He can stay away from the WWE forever, as far as I'm concerned. But Andrade, just that he he's got that look. He's got that young uh, Mexican aristocratic kind kind of look to him. He can be that cocky, you know that that cocky Hispanic heel that that Alberto was. But Andrade would be a million times better because he has a charismatic manager behind him in Zelina Vega who can just cut a scathing promo on your opponents, who is a damn good wrestler in her own right. I mean, right there, that's an asset for the women's division that they that that they could use right now. Zelina Vega versus Naomi. I'm I'm good. Zelina Vega versus Becky Lynch. Yes, please. You know what? Zelina Vega versus Ruby Riot. <laughs> yeah, I'm in. Excuse me. Now I've already touched on the the War Raiders, so I'm just gonna I'm gonna leave that be. Ricochet and Aleister Black. Finally, they're both now on the main roster. You know, Aleister Black debuting at Takeover Mania Takeover a couple of years ago. That was what Nola. No, Nola was last year. Uh, what whatever whatever the Mania was before Nola, which I think might have it wasn't Dallas. Anyways, I'm 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 rambling here, but Alistair Black has had a good solid two and a bit years on NXT. 
And finally, he is now here on on Monday Night Raw. And he is just money. Nothing but money. But please stop the creaking sound on his entrance theme. It is cringe and it is doing him no favors. He has the best entrance theme on Monday Night Raw right now. Maybe even in the entire WWE. Don't mess with it, guys. This is someone I can see as a... I don't want to say the term second coming of fill in the blank, but the whole tilting up entrance, it just reminds me of the Undertaker and the Brood. I don't see him having you know that kind of gimmick, but he has that kind of aura and mystique about him. Ricochet, I mean, what can we say about him? Holy shit, this guy is just a machine. He can just about do anything like you know we all know he can do flippy shit and and amazing aerial moves but he is he is stronger than he than he looks because we know we saw at uh nxt takeover in new york that he was able to deadlift follow a slam hansen who's probably about 330 pounds uh this is he is someone i can definitely see as a u.s or even universal champion he if the the be, the be, blah. sorry the future is bright for ricochet and although i think he's he's a little bit older i think i mean he he's he's golden the miz now i've never been a big fan of the miz i think if you've listened to me on here or any other shows you know that i don't like him very much i do admit that he can cut a great promo. He has improved tenfold in the ring, but he's a better heel, man. I think this babyface run has been boring. I mean, it's probably also because, you know, Shane McMahon was the heel in this. And you know how I feel about non-wrestlers competing in wrestling matches. So hopefully I think, I I have faith in him. I have faith that the Miz can improve on this current uh, you know face run, but <clears throat> it's only a matter of time. He's got to be a heel, and you know the Miztourage. They're on Monday Night Raw too. The B Team. Oh, I smell a reunion. Just once, give me a six man tag with the Miz and the Miztourage against like. Drew McIntyre and his cronies. Just give that to me once. And of course, we come to AJ Styles. And I smell a Styles-Rollins match coming a mile away. Whether it is at SummerSlam this year in Toronto, whether it is in WrestleMania 36 in Tampa, which I hope to go to. Hint, hint. It's it's happening, you know. AJ Styles, I think he's the future main event of that show. Uh, you know, if you have an upper an upper tier main event card with him, The Miz, you know, Samoa Joe, Seth Rollins, Drew McIntyre, and I think eventually you built up, you know, like your Aleister Black and your Ricochet. That's a stacked top, uh, top card to upper top card. It's it's solid. 
I like what Monday Night Raw has done, but I like what SmackDown has done so much more. Like Roman Reigns, I th- he's going to be the WWE champion by the end of the year. Like it's just going to happen. I think even the person that unseats Kofi, who I'm actually predicting is going to be Elias. And when and if Elias wins the title, I will like literally explode with explode with joy. And just for a second, I became Chris Traeger. I would literally explode with joy. You know, Finn Balor, you know, he can keep that that intercontinental title for a while, but I think he's got to be in the the world title picture as well. You know, Bailey Ember Moon, uh, Liv Morgan, SmackDown women's roster, they needed bodies. And, you know, Bailey's been on the, the, the main roster long enough that we can call her a veteran, like a leader in the locker room. And I think with her with her on there, with, you know, with the newcomers like Kari Sane and Liv Morgan, a veteran presence with her and Mickey James, I think, would do that division good. You know, Mickey James is a, is a legend at this point. So the women's division on SmackDown, I think, will be just fine. And with a little bit, and with them, you know, Liv Morgan gets a lot of flack because she's still kind of green. With a legend like Mickey James in the locker room, I think she'll be just fine. Um, Ember, Ditto Ember Moon, she's just coming off an injury, and I think she's going to have a killer year, hopefully. Lars Sullivan, like every, like he's he's the new Snitsky, he's the new Braun. He's the Braun on that division, and I'm glad that he's on this division and Braun's still on Raw. Uh, frankly, I would have switched it over and have uh, Lars on Raw and Braun on SmackDown. But both shows have have their big imposing heel, and maybe at Survivor Series you get that that crossover monster versus monster match. And honestly, I'm okay with that. That looks good. Buddy Buddy Murphy is a guy I see I see dollar signs. This man is just amazing. I mean, I even saw it when he was in that tag team with. Um, Oh, Buddy Murphy, Wesley Blake, from who is now in the Forgotten Sons. And I knew they were good then. I didn't like them because they were heels. <laughs> and because, you know, I wanted... Who who was chasing them for the titles back then? The VOD villains. Oh, there you go. There's a throwback. Not to, to, win, to win the titles from them. And even when they were feuding with Enzo and... I think... Were they feuding with Enzo and Cass? Or is he on the main rock? Anyways... The, the less said about Enzo, the better. <clears throat> but Blake, but Murphy, I think he can be in that intercontinental title picture scene. Like I can see him having a match with Finn Balor. Oh, oh that would be that that would be amazing. And I think you know that would cause uh, ovaries to burst on uh, on female wrestling Twitter. Uh right. <laughs> you, you you know who you are. Um, Chad Gable, like finally he's away from Bobby Roode and finally he can have a chance to, to prove himself and have a, hopefully have a good singles run on here. Hopefully he doesn't get the Shelton Benjamin treatment. Oh crap. I forgot Shelton Benjamin's on SmackDown now. And I hope we don't see that tag team reunite. Chad Gable, it's, it's time for him to become, you know, Kurt Angle 2.0. 
it has to happen. Uh, Apollo Cruz, he's he's a good hand. He's a he's a talented guy. I think he would do well in putting. I don't know if he'll be there to put people over, or maybe he'll just be there to have amazing matches like Chad Gable against Apollo Cruz. Okay, Apollo Cruz versus Finn Balor for the IC title. I'm in. Uh, Mickey James, as I'm looking here, I, I touched in on Otis and Tucker Heavy Machinery. Now this is interesting because we have the Hardy Boys, we have the Bar, but right now you know Sheamus is out, apparently out with an injury right now. Unfortunately, Nakamura, Rusev, uh, the Colognes are still somehow employed, and then we have Otis and Tucker Heavy Machinery, and this will help. SmackDown's tag team division because with with Sanity done, that this helps them big time. Uh, I I think they could use another tag team from Raw maybe, uh, or another tag team from NXT or even NXT UK like mm, the Coffee Brothers on SmackDown. Mm, maybe speaking of NXT UK, you know Killian Dane, he seems to be the odd man left out of Sanity and. Dane's a guy I can see thriving on NXT UK. I think it would be a breath of fresh air for him. He'd be close to home because he's Irish. And it, how far is Ireland from England? I don't know. Uh, Martin, please, please let me know. Um, I could imagine, you know, Killian Dane versus Walter versus Pete Dunn versus uh, anybody else. Must The guys from Mustache Mountain bait and seven like joe coffee uh yes please that's that just that 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 would be amazing and speaking of nxt uk and, and nxt uk we haven't had many names from the other divisions where they come up like we called this an international shakeup, and i've heard nothing from the uk division i think it's okay if they stay put Frankly, what I just said about uh, Dane going over, maybe even Nikki Cross going over to help out the women's division would be awesome. So that's just that's just all my thoughts about the the draft. Uh, sorry if I've you know rambled rambled on and on and on here, but that's what I do. I I talk and I talk. I take rabbit trails and I I just see where everything goes. So thank you for for listening, folks. Pardon me. Um, Fairly soon, I'll be. Wor- I'm getting some work work started on uh, on an Owen Hart, uh, a set of Owen Hart podcasts. Um, you know, the month of May is almost here, and May is 20 year anniversary since uh, Owen Hart tragically died in, in Over the Edge. And I'll be I'll be gathering some stuff for that. I'll be doing I'll be doing a blog about it. Actually, I'm going to be unearthing an old blog I did about it and touching it up. I'm going to be doing an Owen Hart tribute podcast. A rebooking of Owen Hart didn't die podcast and I'll see what else I have from there um sometime in the near future um Nate the effing great uh the game changer network him and I are going to be reviewing a couple of backlash pay-per-views and if we're going to be going into May uh Nate once we get into May and June territory I got some ideas um uh, by the way you should be joining the the game changer Network some um, Patreon. Nate just released the Patreon, so I want to give him a cheap plug. Go to patreon.com, look for the Game Changer podcast. You can also look look for it on his uh on his Facebook. Um I'm also with you know Kings of the Rings, Rant with Ant, join their Patreon. 
because you get access to an amazing Patreon chat with an incredible set of people whom I consider them all friends. I've never met any of them face to face. Actually, tonight I met uh, I met Ant over over Skype because we were doing some stuff for for his Patreon, and uh, it's it's exciting. You'll 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 like it when you see it. Uh, he'll he'll tweet it out, then I'll get the, then I'll get the word out. So I really appreciate this uh, this community of wrestling friends. Um, Although I haven't met any of you, I hope to someday at a SummerSlam or or a WrestleMania or, hey, even an AEW show if we get one up in Toronto or if I go to Chicago. Who knows? So thank you very much. Um, this weekend is Easter, folks, and I don't ever get pre... I'm a Christian. I don't ever get preachy on here, but I just want to let you know that God loves you. Jesus died for you. Um, take time to reflect on Good Friday about uh, about the cross. Oh, and spoiler alert, on Sunday, he is risen. So, folks, thank you very much. Stay tuned for more stuff on, the, on this and the blogging end of things. God bless you. Good night.